Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 169 of the Membership Guys podcast with me, Mike Morrison, your host for the show. This is the number one podcast for membership site owners delivering proven practical tips and advice every single week. And we've been doing that for over three years. So with so many episodes, it's so easy to have missed some of the gold that was coming out within the first year or so. There's so much knowledge in that archive, but of course, you haven't got time if you're just discovering us. You haven't got time to listen to 169 episodes. That would be craziness. So what we are doing every six or seven months on this show is dipping back into the vault and picking out some of our best episodes that we want to make sure are getting in front of you. We want to make sure you're listening to these. Now, if you heard them first time round, then this trip back into the vault will serve as a refresher for things that you may have forgotten about or may have moved past or maybe circumstances have changed. But if you're just finding us, you are getting some of the best episodes from years gone by. Now, in the past couple of weeks, we've talked about how to determine whether your content should be free or paid. So whether it should be stuff, if you're creating content that goes into your membership just for your members or whether it's stuff you put out there as a blog, a podcast, a video on your YouTube channel. We've also talked about strategies, tips, and tactics for increasing the price of your membership. And this week, we're covering a topic from all the way back in episode 57, in which we talked about how to utilize guest experts for your membership content. Now, in a lot of cases, the people who join your membership have done so to get the benefit of your specific expertise. They want access to you. They consider you an authority, an expert, an influencer. However, bringing in experts in other fields, in complementary topics, or even experts within the same field can add a lot to your offering and add a new dimension. Not only does inviting guest contributors increase the value and the variety that you can provide to your members, but it's also a smart strategy for minimizing and reducing your workload because it can be a lot to manage if you are directly involved and responsible for creating all of the membership content yourself. So back in episode 57, I talk about ways to make the best use of guest contributors for your membership, as well as how to approach these experts and get them to agree to be involved. So we go into the benefits of inviting other experts to contribute to your membership, how to approach them and convince them to come and create content for your membership site. Examples of the type of membership content you could ask a guest to contribute and tips for how to make it easier for your potential guest to say yes. So buckle up. This is the third and final stop on this trip back into the vault. So let's jump right in to tips and advice on how to utilize guest experts for your membership content. Well, there's so many different reasons why you might want to invite guests into your membership, particularly to deliver live training to your members. First of all, it enables you to tap into expertise that maybe you don't have yourself. So to expose your members to other people's specialities, other people's real niche focus areas, their experiences, knowledge that you just don't have. 
that provides a far richer learning experience for them, a far richer resource in terms of equipping them to do whatever it is they joined your site to do. There's also a degree, if you're attracting in big names or other well-known authorities, there's a degree to which you can gain credibility by association with those people. So if you're seen to be well-connected to some of the big names within your niche or within a related industry, then that's kind of going to score big points for you because by association, people will start to associate you with these other big names and before too long they'll consider you to also be one of those big names and that not only works in terms of your existing membership and you know building that relationship and building your credibility with them but it also comes in useful when it comes to positioning and promoting your membership being able to use those kind of well-known names those well-known faces as almost a stamp of approval you know, because they're being associated with your membership. If you put their imagery on the sales page, you know, if you're saying that these people have contributed this content to my membership, then that almost acts as something of an unofficial endorsement. Because of course, if the big player or several big players in an industry who people look up to, who they respect and whose opinions they hold in high regard, if they take their time to contribute to your site, then your site must be credible. It must be good. It must be worth paying attention to. Otherwise, these big names wouldn't give you the time of day. So that credibility by association can be a great tool for marketing too. Another big upside of inviting guests in to contribute content is that it lightens your workflow. It gives you less to do because if you're running one live workshop per month or maybe one every two weeks and you bring in a guest, that just means that, you know, that could be half of your content production work taken care of by someone else. They're researching the topic, they're providing the slides, they're delivering the actual session. Of course, there'll still be work for you to do in terms of setting it all up, but from a content production side of things, it'll be far less. So having guests into your membership and having that as a regular factor, a regular element in your membership can really lighten the demand of content production on you personally. And it moves things away from your membership, having you as its single source of content. When you're the only source of content your membership has, that can lead to certain expectations where you know your members can get demanding they expect to be fed you've got to feed the beast with that content so if you can actually move away from being the single source of content and having other people contributing then that can change the dynamic of your membership in a positive way so if you want to bring in members to your site how do you go about it? First and foremost, you want to tap into your existing network. So who do you already know? Who do you have connections with? And who are they connected with? If you have someone in particular in mind, if you draw up your dream list, your wish list of who you would love to have in your site, and don't just think about the big names because you think that because they're a big name, they have a big audience, and that is somehow going to help you. Because actually, if those people are taking time out to create content for you, they're not then also going to go around and do your marketing and your promotion for you too now of course we talked about that credibility by association of getting the big names but you shouldn't be looking to bring someone into your membership unless you know why you would bring them in what subject they would talk about what content they would create and why it would be valuable to your members 
don't get sucked into this trap of only going for big guns. Someone who is lesser known but who has rich experience and a lot of very specific knowledge could be far more useful to your members than someone who just happens to have self-promoted themselves very well. So look at your existing network. Who do you know who could provide value to your members? Who could you utilize or speak to to possibly try to get an introduction to someone who's on your dream wish list of guests for your membership? Now, if you have a podcast, if you're running a podcast or even just a blog for your membership site as a promotional tool, then you might actually consider starting the relationship and breaking the ice with these larger influencers by first inviting them to contribute to your public content in some way. So keep in mind, if someone's creating content for your membership, they're not getting really any promotional reach out of it. They're only tapping into your members, your paid up members. And obviously there's far less exposure for them in doing so than if they were to come on your podcast or if they were to write for your blog. So if your relationship is just getting started with the particular person you want to invite in and you have a podcast or you have a blog, then a good first step might be to have them on your podcast for an interview or have them contribute to an expert roundup article, for example, on your blog. So that's a good entry point to actually collaborating with these guys. And then you get to build the relationship, then you get to build the rapport, and the opportunity may present itself then for you to ask them to come into your membership. Now, of course, you don't want to send over a begging email saying, well, could you write us a blog post and come on the podcast and come and do a series of live training sessions? You need to be patient, you need to take your time, you need to respect the fact that particularly with big name influencers, they have a lot of people asking a lot of them. They also have a lot going on in their own business too. So you can't be too demanding of them, but making a start with that relationship, even if it's just getting them to contribute a paragraph or two to your blog post, that at least starts a relationship off and at least shows that you're willing to you know, showcase them in a way to your broader audience before you start asking more of them in terms of creating content for you. And speaking of podcasting, we've said several times before that if you have a podcast and you're trying to get guests on as interviewees for your podcast, it's a lot easier to target people who already have their own podcasts. Because first and foremost, they don't need convincing of why a podcast is a good thing to be on. Secondly, they have the equipment, they have the systems, they know how to set their mic up, they know how to record calls, they know how the game is played because they're doing it themselves with their own podcast. The exact same thing is true for people with memberships as well. So if you want to get somebody in to present live content or static pre-recorded content to your members, you'll have a far easier time if you're approaching people and they have memberships of their own because they'll know what a membership is first and foremost some people don't really have a grasp of the concept of what a membership website is they'll understand how the live training sessions will typically work they'll be using tools like google hangouts like go to webinar like zoom that you might want them to use for your particular live training session they'll appreciate the fact that even though for example with your live sessions if not too many people turn up the live sessions, they'll appreciate the fact that a lot of people watch the replays. So they'll get what you're trying to do. They'll be equipped to do it as well. And therefore, it just makes it easier and gives less friction when it comes to them actually taking part in creating content for your site as well. 
the key thing with all of this for landing the people you want to come in as guests is to just ask. People are so fearful of reaching out to experts and influencers to ask them to contribute to their membership. But the absolute worst case scenario is you send an email to someone and they reply and say no. Nobody dies if that happens. Your business doesn't crumble if somebody turns down your request for them to come into your membership. So you just don't need to be fearful. Reach out to people. The key is just to ask and to make it as easy as possible for them. So if you're requesting someone come in, explain why you're choosing them, why you think it would be a good fit, what sort of things you think your audience might be interested in hearing from that you feel that they would be able to provide a unique perspective or unique experience on. Have a process and outline and make it clear just how easy and how painless it's going to be for that person to come in. You have to expect to do the line share of the work. You can't just say, we'd love you to come and do a live training. What do you say? They agree to it. And then you say, okay, you come up with the topic. You put everything together. You figure out the software on your own. You turn up at this specific time. Got to be flexible. You've got to accommodate these people. So work hard to try and find a time that fits them as well as fits you and your members. Have a process and have a system in place that makes it easy for them to jump on the particular technology that you're using. So set aside or book in a short amount of time in advance where you can take them through the setup and so on. You know, agree for them to send you their slides over, for example, and for you to review them or offer to send them a template for slides if you want the slides to have branding on. Work in collaboration with these people and just make it as easy as you possibly can. So the actual process is going to differ from site to site, but you want to find as painless a way and as frictionless a way for people to just come in, turn up, do their thing, and then go off on their way without them having to mess around with the sort of stuff that's going to put them off doing these kind of sessions. Now, again, we mentioned that if you're trying to get in guest experts, you have to appreciate the fact that they typically will have a lot of demands on their time. They'll have a lot of other people want them on the podcast or want them to do webinars and so on. So you have to be willing to compromise. Now, we talked a lot about live training, and that's because that's the most common way in which you'll have guest experts contributing to your membership. But again, you have to be willing to compromise. So if you would ordinarily do a live training session but your potential guest doesn't have the availability or they seem to be being put off by the idea of it being live, then you could compromise and actually say that they can just pre-record their session and then send it over. And then instead of a live session, you simply add that recording in at a scheduled time to your membership. Explain to your members what it's all about and maybe if you still want to retain a live element, you can conduct a live Q&A based on that material a week after you publish it into your membership. Or maybe if you can get the technology right, you can actually take the pre-recorded training from your guest expert. So you actually turn up and you introduce this pre-recorded training live, and then you stream that recorded video through your Google Hangout, through GoToWebinar, what have you. And now obviously that takes a lot more of a technical setup and your particular system you're using might not be able to handle it. But the point remains that it's all about compromising. You know, the value that can be added by having this guest expert create material for your site, you shouldn't be throwing a spanner in the works or potentially ruining the chances of getting these guys in just because you're insisting that they show up live. 
And on that same sort of note, again, making it easier, you may have influencers out there, you may have your potential people you want to bring in who are on your wish list of dream guests who are running regular webinars or maybe they have a membership and they're doing membership training into their site. Now, they may not have the time to create a 60-minute or a 90-minute long training session for your members, but something you might consider is actually seeing whether they have any pre-recorded material that they currently use for webinars or they currently use for members where they'd be willing to actually record a personalized introduction to that material for your members and maybe even a personalized outro, so a personalized roundup. So the meat of the training is still of high value. It's still relatively exclusive because it's not out there publicly, freely accessible to everyone. It's normally only available either by signing up for a webinar over a limited period or for being in someone's membership. And it's got that little added element of the personalized introduction where they're actually sitting there, they're saying welcome to all your members, they're name dropping you and you're obviously getting the rub from that and it just adds that little extra element. Now it might be that the particular person you want to come in to provide guest content for your site doesn't do webinars, doesn't want to do that traditional educational format, you can organize just live Q&As or maybe just do a live interview in the same way you would for an online summit or a podcast or something like that you do via video you stream it privately to your members they're still getting exclusive content they're still getting quality content but it's just as an interview so there hasn't had to be too much prep other than interview questions and research on your part there hasn't had to be too much prep on the part of your guest again it becomes frictionless. Again, it's something that is easier for them to do. That's going to be more common to what they're doing, but that still provides value to your members. And that could just be a one-on-one interview. Maybe it's an interview with a Q&A. So just an open Q&A where your guest expert turns up and your members just ask questions, whatever they want to ask. You can extract massive value from that sort of format too. All right, guys, hopefully you found all of that useful. Hopefully you can apply some of that advice and those tips if you want to bring in guest experts to work with you on your membership content in the future. That concludes our third and final trip into the archives of the Membership Guys podcast. Hope you found this little dipping into the vault useful. That's something we're likely to do every six or seven months just to make sure that some of the gold that may have originally come out two or three years ago to make sure that it's bumped back up the list and brought back to your attention because a lot of the older episodes, they deal with challenges, questions and problems still facing membership site owners today and we want to make sure that you are getting all of the value bombs that we've been putting out here on the show so every six or seven months we're going to be dipping back into the archive and putting out a run of two or three of the best episodes of the membership guys podcast from years gone by so i'd love to hear what you thought i'd love to hear if you enjoyed this little venture into the vault as always hit me up on social you can tweet me at membership guys you can connect with me on instagram at membership guy singular because it's just me controlling that account um you can let us know inside our free facebook group at talkmemberships.com 
If you type that into your browser, that will redirect you to our Facebook group with over 9,000 membership site owners, possibly over 10,000 by the time this episode goes out. Fingers crossed. I can't wait for that milestone. If you're on the Facebook app, or if you can't be bothered typing into your browser, just search for Membership Mastermind. That'll take you to our group. Get in there, let me know what you thought of this week's episode and of the whole dipping into the archives thing. Have you found the last few episodes useful? I'd love to hear from you guys. We appreciate any and all feedback you give. This is your show. We want to make sure that we are delivering the top-notch value that this show is so famed for. So let us know your thoughts. Have you enjoyed the venture into the vault? That's it for me for this week. Next week, it's business as usual. We are back into the regular scheduled programming with a fresh brand new episode hopefully i'll see you there if you've enjoyed today's episode of the membership guys podcast we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com the member site academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting growing and running a membership website so whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.